0: Real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self defense, weight loss, live from the Great 18. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox.
1: Now we're unmuted. Now we're live. I can see you there, Jay. All right, good morning. Yeah. How you doing, Jay?
2: Good, good. Good morning. I'm doing good. And yourself?
1: All righty. Getting settled in, ready to take on this hour real quick. So, let's talk about um get my mic fixed here a little bit. There it is. I'm, I'm, I'm working on my studio I, I got some new equipment for my podcast studio So I'm a little dist- I'm not quite With this new setup just yet Alright, here we go Alright, good morning Jay it's Good to have good you morning. on the show Looking forward to this uh, interview We got to spend some time a little bit yesterday on the phone uh, I've got some good uh, Good questions for you today So I'm just going to let uh, Jay, I'm just going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself And uh, then we'll get started uh, on, on what we're going to do. Let, let everybody know, uh, your name, your mm-hmm. business, and we'll get ready to
2: rock and roll. All right. Sounds good. So hey everyone, my name is Jay, uh, Jay Perez. I am the owner, founder, and CEO of Exivis, which is a lifestyle um, company and Genovix, which is a business entrepreneur, pretty much lifestyle company. So those are my two babies. Um, and then I have a third one on the way. Um, the Fastbar Pro, got some big, uh, big things happening on that, on that end. Actually, after this, after this um, uh, show, I'm going to go be picking up um, the equipment for that. So I'm really excited. Today's going to be, is going to be a good day.
1: So this is you, you, what you're talking about is, is this the something that you have made or something for the fitness industry or what is this that you're picking up today?
2: Yeah, something I made, um, I kind of my so it's a a plate loaded it's meant for pretty much uh another either home equipment or even in gyms i've had people buy the product and carry it to the gym with them or take it to the gym with them it's a plate loaded machine it could either be a t-bar handle um so sumo squats, sumo deadlifting with the t-bar it just centers the weight for you um and then uh and then a kettlebell handle so you can go crazy heavy i i think the heaviest not recommending it to everyone but uh um uh, I did, I think 125 pound kettlebell swing, you know, because I was able to just plate load them with 25s. Um, so yeah, you could do a few things, but mainly I like to tell people that it's meant for beginner level, um, and athletes, because I think athletes never want to strain their back. Um, so I have a lot of athletes who use a fast bar pro, um, especially in the NFL. Uh, I, I can't talk too much about it yet because there's some things happening with that but I have athletes who are using the the, the, the fast bar pro um, and they're loving it because their back, lower backs aren't sore. They, they're not scared. They're not slipping discs or anything like that. Although I do love squats. I'm not saying not to do that. It's just another tool in, the, in your tool belt.
1: So tell me this. So this is, is interesting because we didn't get to talk about this, but now that I hear what you're talking about a little bit, so let's talk about somebody like myself, a little older. I used, you know, I, I squatted very heavy. I power lifted when I was a young man. Those days are long gone, but I have a, I have a, uh, my left knee is a replacement knee. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, doing barbell squats is not something I can do anymore. So this thing what you're talking about that centers you that allows somebody like, like us not to have that kind of strain on our joints yep. to be able to, to do uh,
2: squats again. I have plenty of videos of my older clients um, ranging from like 60 to 80 years old using the fast bar. Uh, again, because a lot of them have knee replacements, um, knee problems, uh, you know, no cartilage in their knees um, and the, the amount of comfortability that they have. I mean, I have a 68 a year old a client, she's jacked and her legs are thick and she has no cartilage in her knees but she is able to use a fast bar um uh up to the best of her abilities uh and, and she's gained the results so yeah i have i i'm very i'm very proud to say that you can use it even with knee issues so where are you
1: at in that process of of getting this out to the market
2: well I, i'm small batches at the moment so i've already released about 10 small batches 10 batches of 10 so um not so i'm still if some people are like oh that's a lot To others, you know, who've been in business, you know, that's just the starting. Um, But now I'm in the process of having investors look into it. Um, Again, big names that, you know, I could tell you off off the show. Um, Just sorry for building the suspense, everyone. But it's just I can't say much right now. Um, I, I, uh,
1: I get how that I get how that goes. But the product itself, that intrigues me. Somebody like me. Because I am. I'm 61. Yeah. And I still get after it. You know what I mean? But I'm going to tell you that there's something that's that misses when you can't do full squatch. I can sit in the machines and I can push weight and stuff like that. But there's still something about the natural movement of being able to kind of sit and come back up. That is needed when... You know, just like anything else, right? As you get older, you you know how you sit on a chair and get back up is the same kind of thing like when you squat, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can't squat because I I haven't done barbell squatting since my knee replacement because I'm telling you it's a lot of pressure, and uh, I'm just not. I just I just couldn't do that. The other thing intrigues me. It says that you can you can multi use this even with kettlebells. Yes, you're you're talking about is this thing can hold the handle that you don't have to hold, so you can get a 125 pound kettlebell, correct? Mm -hmm. And do either swings or uh, lifts with your legs, also
2: correct? Another squat. that is correct. The only thing you can't do, um, and again, I'm not here to replace a kettlebell, uh, which I've been told. And I'm like, no, I'm not trying to replace it. Uh, it's pretty much uh, clean um, and, and presses. I mean, because of what you're using plates. So obviously the diameter of a plate is bigger than most kettlebells, um, if not all kettlebells. So you're not going to be able to press it, but there are, I have a short bar version where you can do tricep extensions. You could do curls if you wanted. You could do rows. Um, you could do up, uh, upright rows. Um, so you, you can pretty much do almost everything, but a, uh, a, a press with it. Um, again, depending on how much weight you have. Uh, so it, I I'll send you videos. I'll probably even send you one just because you allow me to be on your show. So well, this is super. Yeah. I, I totally
1: appreciate that. Jay, that is, yeah. I'm super, I, we didn't even get to talk about this, but man, yeah. this is kind of gets me jacked because I'm, I'm somebody that, um, you know, I lifted weights heavily in back. Mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm probably a little older than you, but back in my day, you know, nut- you know, functional fitness was not really something that we did a lot of. It yeah. was uh, when I played football, it was hit the weight room. How much weight right. can you, you squat on the squat rack? And, uh, you know, and then nutrition wasn't, I don't even know if nutrition was really talked about unless you were in the bodybuilder world. And. And so, you know, even after high school, I just did power lifting. And, you know, there was no nutrition involved in power lifting. How much weight can a big guy lift? And, right. uh, you know, I used to be able to bend the bar with 575 pounds on squatting, right? And I used to watch the bar just kind of bounce. It used to kind yeah. of give me an adrenaline rush. But now, today, I've paid the price on my knees and, and everything else because of it. You know what I mean? Right. And right, so. Right, right. Who I teach in the future now when I'm teaching my own students, I don't want to see I don't want to see those same injuries that I've come across. So, you know, we've come a little bit farther and trying to get healthier. It's funny as you get older, you're probably already in this because you're in the fitness industry. But when as I get older, you know, your nutrition starts to come into play your mortality comes into play when stuff, when people that are close to your age are, are dying off and you're like, man, what the heck is going on? And, um, you know, you're, you're wanting to have this health thing. And then what made you as a young guy here that what, what made you decide I'm going to invent this thing? What caused it to be an invention for you? Is it something that you were looking for or is it just kind of
2: happened? Um, both. Uh, I, I, it, it's that, I like to tinker. You know, I grew up on two acres. So um, I was building random things, you know, um, um, growing up. So I I think my mind was always I was able to grow, you know, those kind of uh, skills. Uh, But during my coaching time, a lot of I was known for building good booties like 10, 13 years ago. So even before Instagram started and even before people were women were all about that you know i started in the backyard of, of the, the house i was renting and i was getting all the all the moms on the block you know what i mean um yeah. but uh but what the problem was is you know um their squats were just garbage you know they were just knees were buckling in touching each other as they squatted they were folding over it, it was just really bad and i'm like it's cool i was like that young coach i'm like i'm gonna you know get their squats on point the problem was is that their squats looked amazing and you know months two months, just depending how fast um they were able to catch on how many times we met up that by the time their squats were good they were already burnt out in a sense of they weren't getting that the look they were going for like the flat stomach or like they, they, they were getting results but not in the in that you know I guess fat loss kind of results that they were looking for, and it's because I was spending so much time with their squats, you know. Um, so what happened was I, I made a, I it's not it's not a new idea. The T bar isn't a new idea of it, but I was like, all right, what can I do? So I, I got a galvanized pipe, and I, and I made one with the one inch uh, for the one inch plate, and then I had another pipe where I sawed off a, a cheap machine, you know, the like leg extensions, you know, where you right. put the plates mm-hmm. off, got that, took off that plastic, hammered it into another pipe. So I had a one inch for the galvanized and then I had a, another two inch that was made out of galvanized, just slamming pipe on it, but, uh, or the plastic on it. And then, um, uh, and then, uh, I made like the T-bar handles out of galvanized. And, uh, so yeah, I was able to use, uh, I carry those when I traveled with my clients and so I was able to, it's funny because the moment they got on the the T-bar, their squat was centered. They're, they were able to track their knees and drive them out. They were able to get lower. They they were just their form just looked so much better. I had women who couldn't squat with a 20 or sorry, a 45 pound bar, but they were already starting with like 50 plus to 80 pounds on the T-bar because they were just, it was just, you know, uh it was it just complemented uh, you know, the the, the body very well. So that that's kind of how it started. I just was like, how do I get results without having to put so much time and emphasis into form?
1: That is, isn't that isn't that awesome? How how things like that just kind kind of kind of come about through helping others and trying to to um, you know better their health and you finding ways to do that. That's a, that's a good story, man. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how that product uh, how that product goes because I'm super yeah. intrigued by it. Just at the simple fact, I'm like, wow, can I? Use weights again to do some squats.
2: Yep, because... I promise you, you can. Promise you you can. Once you see it, I, 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 once I pick them up, the powder coating I got, I did two colors. I did a matte black and like a matte gray blue. But the gray blue came with a little bit of texture, not enough texture to you know tear up your hands, um, but enough where I was like, hey, you know, it kind of makes sense. So we'll see. It's my first time putting texture on it. Um, I'm excited for that. Uh, so yeah, once once uh actually my assistant's coming soon so i'll probably while i'm on the show i'll probably just tell him to go pick them up um but uh but yeah I, i'll send you pictures and we'll talk more later on, yeah, on how to make good. how do you, how you can uh, yeah just i'll be, I'll be totally
1: uh yeah we'll be totally down what, what you'll need to do jay with me is just make sure that i get um where they can see these at where your youtube channel's at we will put this you know Uh, all of my podcasts will be audio also. So by the end of day, I will have the audio version of what we're doing this morning. So, and then you'll be on my, on my website also at markcox.com. We'll, we'll have your, the audio version of what we have. So this will be on YouTube where people can, can watch and it'll Mm -hmm. be on audio podcasting. And then all the stuff that you can, can be listed on my website where they can go and find you. And you mm-hmm. just start, uh, you know, putting it out to your your people. And if they want to hear a little bit more about this, because, you know, we spent a good right out of the gate, you know, a good 15 minutes on on what this what this product is. And so yeah. uh, I look forward to seeing how it is. And as as it gets ready again, Jay, if you want to hop on the show again, once it's really out in production, we'll do it again. We'll talk Thank about you. it. And, you know, if you're going to send me one, I'll start using it. And uh, yes. we can talk about that because uh, I'm all about getting after it, man. And as something that it. you can take with you
2: because i yes. travel
1: a lot okay yes. Yes. that yes. is gold
2: right? and, and and i don't want to talk too much more about this because i know we got we got a whole you know agenda but one thing i want to say is i don't know how big it is for people but even with my clothing um it's usa made i i even mm-hmm. you know drill um you know holes in the, and like so for the for the the locking system and all that um but uh, everything's USA made, you know, uh, so I get my steel here, my welders are here, my powder coaters are here. So uh, and even I have hands on. So uh, I, I truly stay true to that. And again, uh, I, I'm something I'm very proud of as well. So, you know, That's super awesome. Well, that makes the
1: product even better, right? Yeah. We yeah. Can keep it. We we can keep it here in the states, and and still keep it where people can buy it. You know what I mean. So that's exactly. that's a good thing. So, well, let's talk about your gym real quick. Uh, where it's at. Where you where are you located, and let's talk about how. Why did you start? Um, in, in the fitness industry, have you always been in it, or where did it lead you to be able to open up your own facility?
2: All right, for sure. So, um, my gym's located in uh, Chino, California. So, if anyone in California, you guys know where that's at. Um, soon hopefully, uh, if I outgrow Chino, I'll be moving to Chino Hills. <laughs> um, that's the next <laughs> step, but but um, but I feel like I've always been into fitness. I was very blessed with a crazy, amazing garage gym. I know when people say garage gym, they just think dumbbells, you know, one inch plates, uh, for the bench press, and like that's it. No, like literally, my dad had a, a full blown gym at the house, and uh, and uh, you know. Uh, uh i was a very i'm a small kid you know i'm a short guy you know Not nothing too crazy maybe i'm maybe i'm considered average i'm not sure but um i'm a short guy but i was a small kid and my dad was like oh no you know we got to make up for this height we're gonna we're gonna lift and i end up and I, again i grew up on two acres so i i had like that natural strength because i was always you know chopping down trees and at a young age i was doing stuff so i was always in the fitness industry in a sense of my, at home and 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 you know doing if you guys don't have a big yard you would understand the the you would you would yeah it's a lot of yard work there's a lot of yard and i only had two acres so i give respect for those who have like 10 20 50 100 um but uh but then i was also in sports baseball was my life my dad and i we built a 75 by a 25 by 75 foot batting cage in our yard um so baseball was our life and then wrestling as well so i i just was always active and 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 uh just blessed to to have an early start on that and then um then we got to the gym uh, you know uh without saying too much i kind of started a fitness company you know about nine-ish years ago um out of the back of my truck our trunk um my toyota corolla started a fitness company nine years eight years later opened up a gym Uh, and the gym was supposed to be, uh, without making this message too sour, but it it was supposed to be a partnership. Well, you know, not everyone's meant to be a C, uh, sorry, a a business owner, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, had to cut ties, which led me to, to, you know, taking on all the responsibilities of the gym. And, um, and so like the gym was never, I'll be honest, uh, uh, the first thing I wanted to do, you know, actually growing my clothing line was the first thing I wanted to do. Um, but now that I'm like, uh, you know, 130, 50 K deep, I'm like, well, might as well finish the, might as well get the gym until I, I build a gym to franchises. Cause I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to just close down shop now. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, once I get to the, the franchising, then I'll probably uh, look back and be like, all right, th- it was a blessing. You know what I mean? Right. Well,
1: I think that, that we, we, you know, that's one of those things that sometimes partners are not. You know, I encourage a lot of people that open up schools, uh, martial arts schools to fly solo because partners are, um, you know, they're, you know, if you're not entrepreneur minded Mm -hmm. and, you know, we can talk about what that looks like, but then that's going to come and uh, come back and bite you. So that's probably a good thing. Now, did now how did you fare through the pandemic? Did you grow through the pandemic? Did -hmm. you go outside? Did you have clients that would come and still work
2: out with you? How'd that go? Yeah, during the pandemic, I didn't stop. So uh, actually, my my the room I had well, a year and like five months ago, year and five months ago, I, I I was renting a studio, and I just turned that studio into a gym. And when I mean studio, it it wasn't a big thing. It wasn't. I had pictures, people could see that on Instagram. Um, it was a small little thing. You know, I had probably a, a squat rack and dumbbells on the floor and a barbell. That that was my gym. And I was training people, or I would go to their homes, um, and then from that little setup, you know, to a you know thirty-two thousand square foot facility within a year. So I grew in the pandemic, and the reason why I grew in the pandemic is that I never stopped. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I I literally, while people were you know sitting on the couch waiting for the stimmy checks, I was like, nah, you know what? Let me let me grind as much as I can. You know what I mean? So I was able to, I was. A, it's almost like the best time to, to, you know, sprint during a race is probably when everyone's sitting down, you know what I mean? So that's like, correct. so that's kind of what happened. I saw everyone sitting down in the race and I was like, well, you know, it's my, my shot now, you know, is and I, you know, without, you know, the pandemic was a really bad thing. Um, what happened to a lot of businesses. I mean, I think a hundred, hundreds of thousands, if I'm not mistaken, businesses shut down that will never open up again, you know, and I, and my heart goes out to those companies, but, um, uh, it was like the first time that I feel like the small guy, like the, you know, the small business uh, had a shot to like take, take advantage, you know, and, 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 and set us, give them authority in their, in their field.
1: Yeah. I agree with all that's a, that's a hundred percent. It's good to know because we, we also got right after it. Now we had these group classes and stuff like that, but we, you know, we put a website up within a week that had <laughs> videos on it. We would go live every day and have class every day. and, and stuff like that testings we would do outside we would meet at the park and we would just uh keep getting after it and and good to say because martial arts schools closed down like they were going out of style luckily yeah. i don't just do brazilian jiu-jitsu i mean brazilian jiu-jitsu schools really got hit hard because even them it's very hard to do anything at home you know right. what i mean so they got hit really hard but teaching krav maga and tongsudo you you were still able to get up and and, and get things going so we, you know, most of all of our, in our organizations and stuff, you know, none of our schools really closed down. You know, we just got after it. My stimulus right. checks, I opened, uh, mine is about to launch. I op- I use my stimulus check to uh, buy an online coffee business because I love coffee. And so when I was sitting at home, I was like, what else is there? Now, everybody's drinking coffee in the pandemic. They're sitting at yep. home, not going to a store. And I said, I'm going to do an online You know, and I got, you know, so America's best coffee brew is coming out and I just get the final stages of the banking part of it. And then off it's going to be launched and we'll see what happens with it. So that's what I did with with uh, stimulus money. I certainly didn't sit around and go buy a new TV. I can tell you that
2: Uh, it's funny. I I I think that's how you talked. You said earlier about what an entrepreneur mindset looks like. If I was getting free money, it was going towards the business. It, it, it was like I, I saw when I got a stimulus check. I was like, "I'm gonna invest into the fast bar." So I used one for fast bar. You know right. what I mean? And then I used one to buy new equipment. You know, so I, I, I didn't buy a new pair of shoes. Like I, I know, you know, I know no no shade to anyone who did that, but I think if the shoe fits, that's how. That's what makes the difference between are you ready for that entrepreneur life. If your first thought was you know, buying something Gucci, then, then you probably are not there yet. You're not there yet. Not saying you can't get there, but for someone like, you know, yourself or or, or myself, like the first thought was we're investing it into a business. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. that's a good sign if you guys, so if you guys are like wondering, Hey, should I start a business? What would you do with money, free money? And what did you do with free money?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Carrie's on right now. How you doing Carrie? She's saying this is where you can follow. Genevix on, on, uh, she's on,
2: Instagram. oh, yeah. Carrie, have them follow my personal page. My personal page connects to everything. So, yeah, yeah. personal page. Also, yeah. so, to- Carrie, if
1: you get, if you get a second, Carrie, go ahead and put that up also and I'll, and I'll flash it on the, uh, and then it'll be in the, be in the, uh, be in the notes also. So just pop it up on there when you get a minute. So I was reading through your bio a little bit. You know, I think that this is some, some good stuff to, to talk about. I mean, you it started off, it said the road to success is narrow. It's meant to test your limits. Yet a lot of people seem to forget nothing worth achieving will come easy. With that said, I want to share what I've learned along the ways. And setbacks happen. Let's talk about that. Setbacks and, and who you surround yourself with will determine your success. Let's talk about the setbacks. Was that part of your setbacks being uh, a partner?
2: That was, but that that setback didn't come until later. Uh, mm-hmm. The first, I mean, since we're on that topic, I will tell other business owners or you know potential partners if you're listening to this right now. Um, I know they say don't go in business with your family or your best friend. I I think that's true to a certain extent. If you're going to go in business with people that anybody now, it doesn't even matter. Everyone gets lumped into the same category in this. Get paperwork get contract signed none of this like oh verbal stuff oh he said no 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 he said he said he he said she said doesn't none of that if it's not on paper it doesn't exist and and I think once you're able to get it on paper you're able to delegate um, uh, uh, roles so for instance if it's 50 50 you you're able to delegate 50 50 if it's you know 70 30 you're able to delegate um, accordingly so if you don't have it on paper you're not able to to um, give roles appropriately. So that's all I'm gonna say for that, um, but because partnerships can can be a huge setback. For my setback, for my partnership, cut has costed me about 50 to maybe $60,000. That was my, you know, that's a huge chunk of change out of my pocket, you know? Um, and it comes with animosity as well. Uh, when you have to, you know, end the partnership, uh, uh, guess what? They don't. People don't usually take that kindly, and they will tell everyone, you know, their side of the story, you know, to everyone. Which usually that their side makes you look bad. You know what I mean? So, and that is a huge step back too, because that takes a lot of emotional and mental strain from from you as a as a as a business. You, you're already doing a hundred things. The last thing you need is 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 that. You know, so. Um, but again, I don't want to talk too much about that. All I'm going to say is partnerships can be a setback if you don't put exactly what you want up front. And I don't care if it's your mom. Remember, I want, I, mom, you're putting your name down <laughs> on this paper. You know what I mean? Because in the end of the day, who can say no to their mom? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. If, unless it's on paper. <laughs> so even if your mom, you better put it on paper. It, do, it does not matter. So and. No, guys, it wasn't my mom who was my partner. <laughs> uh, but but, uh, but anyways, um, the first step back was being homeless. Honestly, uh, when I, like I said, when I said I started my apparel company um, um, out of the back of my Toyota Corolla, I meant that from a, a, a homeless standpoint. You know, I, uh, first step back was going to school full time, working full time and living in my car full time. So uh, that You know, I was in my car for a year and a half and I want to tell people this. I was in my car for a year and a half because I was a year and a half in the victim mindset. I was a year and a half in the poor me mindset, the pity me, the why me, all that stuff. I was in it it makes for a good story, but I'll be honest with you. The real lesson is what is that the moment I changed my mindset was the moment I got out of that. So, you know, so. um, So the first during that time, I was working I was working at Walmart. This is like 10 years ago. So I was working at Walmart from 9 p.m. to 6, 7 a.m. I go to the, the Mount Sack shower, and the shower sucked. I was – it was dribbles, just dribbles. I was like, well, uh-huh. I don't know how I'm going to shower, but I tried. I did my best. And then at 8 o'clock, cl- you know, I had my first class all the way to about like 5 p.m. Uh, and then I tried studying and doing stuff, and I slept 30 minutes. And I did that for – you know, two years, and I fell asleep, and you know, totaled my car. Um, but uh, but during that time, I learned that twenty-four hour, or sorry, Planet Fitness was the best way to go. I paid for ten a dollar to sign up for Planet Fitness, ten dollars a month, and I got to sleep there, shower, shave. Do all that stuff, and I got to eat their Tootsie Rolls every day. I had a diet of Tootsie Rolls because they had they had a bucket <laughs> of Tootsie Rolls. I don't know if they still do. I haven't been. I swore to never walk into a Planet Fitness again, <laughs> but um, they had buckets, like gallons of you know, just Tootsie Rolls. So I would hand and boom, put them in. My teeth were starting to hurt. I'm surprised I still have teeth. um And then every other Friday, I would go get their pizza. So I would go right. from this Planet Fitness, grab pizza and go to that kind of fence and grab pizza. And that was, I was like, woo, I'm set for the weekend, you know? Um, but, uh, those, those hardships, uh, I that's what it early started. And, and my mindset shifted after, again, I was all, I was in that position because of my mindset. Um, it, it, it does make for a great story, but I'll be honest. I, I tell people this all the time. I'd rather not have a story and had, and, and did it i guess in the you know i guess there's no right or wrong way but it, it, lack of a better term the right way you know what i mean like i wish i would have maybe not have been a, a butthead as a kid and got kicked out maybe not you know been put in my feelings for a year and a half and stayed there because that's a year and a half guys i can't get back although i work hard to make up for it it's still a year and a half you know what i mean right. it, it, it's it's like i did I'd, I'd rather not have to have learned the lesson the hard way and we're all some of us are just so stubborn that's the only way we're gonna learn it. That, that god knew god knew god is like yeah that's the only way he's gonna learn so <laughs> here's here's your journey
1: yeah that's that's well and that's quite a story i think that you're you're right about that it's it's uh but i think what i got out of your story more than being homeless is the uh the ownership of listen it was my mindset is is what made me be this you know what i mean it was a uh, wallowing in pity instead of uh you know get up and get after it and I think that's it that I think that's the lesson learned um if people can have some extreme ownership and in, in what they what they do they will accomplish much it's when they cannot come to grips like you had done yourself to say man this is my fault this is my mindset i'm gonna have to yeah. if i wanna change my world i gotta change me you know what I mean I can't change yeah. the world until I change my world and when my world's changed I can help with that so, exactly that was uh that, that I think that's a super, super lesson. I think that's that's awesome. And then um, while we we're on here, I went on to your Instagram page. Also, I I, I, I went ahead and uh, followed you on Instagram. I could see that your gym is really nice gym. Um, by I the way, so, uh, let's you know, let's talk about what you said. Sec- I think this is another awesome lesson. Right. Uh, I've, I tell my students this all the time. You are who you surround yourself with. You know, Uh, Be careful and then don't be surprised as you get older that you start cutting people off that aren't on your same direction, right? It's who you surround yourself will determine your success. How how did you start and and who did you come around that started having that same mindset as you did?
2: Yeah. Okay. So it's, that goes back to right at the pity and the the end of the pity me stage. I, um, you know, I'll be honest, there's one night, this is for the men uh, that, you know, need extreme uh, accountability. I remember waking up from like a nightmare. And um, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I looked in the rearview mirror and I just had, I had tears. I had tears coming down and uh, and uh, I think I was just tired of it. I was sick of it. Um, so that's when I said, you know what? Uh, Today I'm going to do. I'm going to get out of Walmart. I'm going to get out of you know my these circumstances. Talk to a friend who was in a job I wanted. I got the job. You know, it took me two tries to get it. By the second time, I was able to get it. Once I was there, I was like, man, all right. Well, I need help with my business, so I went on Instagram. This is at a time where I don't think people were as flashy as they were on Instagram. I feel like people who they were more genuine. And I just reached out to somebody who. Uh, you know uh, i'm very faith-based and, and it's like i was scrolling through instagram and there was someone that i knew no i didn't know who they were and they just looked very well off very successful i reached out got in contact with them actually got scheduled a call and then um and then i had talked to the, the ceo of, of, of that company and he's like yeah we just talked so a long story short is that I got in contact the, the, the his assistant, Talk um, was the next one to talk to him like the next day or two. And he's like, Well, you talked you talked to, to to his name's Anthony. You talked to Anthony already? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, Oh, he never does that. He goes, I don't know what you said or how you how you manage that. He goes, But no one ever talks to him first. I was like, Whoa. I was like, Well, I was like, I was already in that mindset. I'm like, Now I'm talking, to, I'm going to start talking to people. So I talked to Anthony, and Anthony started helping me with my business, right? And as I started, so back to the question, as I started with my mindset, and I started leveling up, I was, I had more confidence to talk to people who were already leveled up. You know what I mean? I, I, I think, I, I don't think I attract anyone in a sense. I think I was, I think honestly they were attracting me, you know, if I look back at it because there is no way I, I was too new in the mindset, too new in the, in the doing, too new in the accountability to even think that I was the one attracting people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, something somewhere they, they, they somehow they were attracting me and I was because I was doing that changes I they I was finding them you know what I mean they, the doors were opening so that's kind of how it it really started you know you is that I think I was leveling up to 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 be able to talk to these people so what you did is
1: you went and found a mentor to to start right and this is uh, this is great advice by the way. I have a very similar story. Uh, Six months into my business, I didn't think I was going to make it. You know, I was able to pay the rent, but I wasn't growing a business. I went looking for somebody, and believe it or not, I found him in Black Belt Magazine. He was a school of the month, and I'm like, I think this guy, first of all, I said, I think this guy's a Christian, and I think that he has a big school. And uh, I called him up just like you did, and he told me, if you get a plane ticket out here, I'll put you up, and I'll help you teach you how to do that. Isn't it amazing that people that have success Mm – real entrepreneurs with success have no problem helping those that are out there trying to get after it. And, uh, and I've done that, uh, myself. So that's a, that also is quite a story to, to be able to tell, not just you, not just, but your clients too. say, listen, you know, mindset's everything. And here's my story. Let me tell you how my mindset was and where it is. That's where your mindset needs to be. Also. I think the, Awesome. You know, just awesome life lessons there uh, that you talk about and talk about when you surround yourself with like minded. Right. If you want to have a good marriage, then I guess you should hang out with people that have them. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, if you want to make good money, you got to hang out with somebody that makes money, not somebody that talks about making money. Yeah. So, I'm
2: very big on that. Uh, I, I go on rants on Instagram all the time about about if you if, how are you so successful but don't have time to help people i, I just don't get it i, I think you know in genomics, i one of the, the the things i say in genomics is you know a lot of my clients in genomics ask all the right questions they just ask all the wrong people because people don't want to help others you know you got to find your community you got to find your your people your circle and uh that's what i've done with the gym that's what i'm doing with genomics and uh and uh, I think that's what we're doing here, you know. Um, so I'm very yeah. blessed to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, I think that's all. I just uh, really good, really good, solid core uh, way. It doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that you have the success you do uh, as you're moving forward. And then you, you know, you take what you have, and then you're starting to, you know, get into the next, the next level of uh, of what it is. And you're gonna have something on your plate, you know, um, you know. I picked the coffee thing. You picked this. This is something that is easy for people to have and easy to have at your house and easy to use. And that just makes things even more, um, you know, impactful. I have that too. I, like you said, your dad hasn't, you know, I invested in my gym at my home before the pandemic, I really started building a nice home gym and I'm kind of an old school guy. So if you see my, I got those old iron weights that are dumbbells, you know, up to a hundred and something pounds and, um, you know, and I got old iron weights cause I like to hear the clang of the irons and, yep. and I got a few machines in there that, that I have. And, and I have a really nice home gym because I was watching the gym etiquette kind of leave our most, you know, gym that was for bodybuilders in in my community, bodybuilders and power lifters and those type of guys, that gym is gone by the wayside. Unless you do something like yourself, that's semi-private. And yeah. I said, man, the gym etiquette of these young kids today, and you know, filming, and that you got to walk in front of their camera. It, 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 I got so sick and tired of it. Yeah, that I said I'm having my own gym where I can have some peace and quiet and do my thing. So that's right. how I built that. So it was that. That's uh, that was quite a story. Listening to that, your pops. Now, how about your dad? Is he? Is your dad still with you? Yes. 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 That's uh, good.
2: He, uh, he he still has the heavy lift. He's, his, all his joints are messed up, and I try – I beg him, like, Dad, lift the five-pounders now, and you're okay. I <laughs> know nope, he's over there pressing with two shoulder surgeries, and she can't even lift up his arms to scratch his nose, pressing 80 pounds. He can press them this way, right? He can press 80 pounds. The moment he's done, he can't lift up his arms and grab his nose. So I'm like, come on.
1: That's his, his that's his old this is this yeah. is just an old man mentality, man. I'd done the same thing. Yeah. Young kids were 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 pressing uh, you know, I don't know, was it 350 on the on the bench? And I said, Hey, can I walk walk in? I just did it to do a couple reps. My wrist hurt so bad after pushing that weight, you know what I mean? yeah. All that pressure on my wrist from all of my years in martial arts. And last time I, last time I, even myself, I did those 120 dumbbells. I've never done them since that day because my it compacted my wrist so bad that I could yeah. hardly train in martial arts for a while. And I'm like, man, my young days of being that pit bull are over, man. I'm kind of the junkyard dog now. So yeah,
2: it's just light, light weights and agility. Honestly, now, now that's why I tell him. I'm like, it's okay, but but then I'm over there lifting, and, he, and you know, he's like. Nope, nope. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's, I can't even work out with him because I already know that like if I work out with him, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, one day his arm gave out, literally was pressing his arm gave out, dropped the weight. I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. He goes, but we're moving up and, and I'm like, oh my God. So,
1: yeah,
2: just that mentality. I can relate.
1: I, can relate but I, dad, I, I
2: guess now we see where I get my mentality from, like I'm just yeah. not giving up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh I, I, I understand where Pops is coming from for sure. <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm I'm no different. I'm no different. My kids watch me too. They're like dad. And uh t- then to even when you you know, I've got some students here that are pretty strong. Even my one son, my one my oldest boy is pretty strong, you know. He can push he can push eighty five, ninety pound dump uh kettlebells up over his head for presses, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. Oh man, get out of it. If you can do it, I can do it. I yeah. listen to that thing and I'm like oh. I did one and set it down. And said, "You see, son, I can do it." But I'll tell you what, I paid the price afterwards. Yeah, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, exactly, so exactly.
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about this one. You had another good. This is a good one, man. It said, "Comparing yourself will destroy your momentum." Um, mm-hmm. Let's, uh, you know, let's 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 uh, dabble into that a little bit. I think yeah. that's a really good core
2: value right there. Yeah, I I think we get caught up on social media. I mean everything's fake. It's called the social media or Instagram filter. That's what I like. Our Instagram filter. I think um you know are there some real things out there? Yeah, uh, but I don't think it's it's worth the time finding those real things out there. So just you know whatever leave you know um but I I I think in business I have coaches, you know, uh who are like you know they're just starting out, right? And then they're comparing themselves to me. The gym owner you know the, the the guy who owns a, a fitness company. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, like, why are you focused on me? What what does my business have to do with your business? You know, when I was in your shoes, all I had my blinders on. I was working hard. I, I didn't have, I I you know I sat down with them. And I'm like, you know, while you're focused on where I'm at, I was like, your your 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. should be packed. Your 4 p.m. to your 8 p.m. should be packed. I go, but they're not. I go. I see you training once, once, once a day with with a client. Like, you know, you know what I mean? I'm like, so why don't you focus on yourself? But that's just part of it. The other part, like I said, is is being in a position where you you see someone that is you know same age as you or same industry as you, and you're looking. You're like, I want to be where they're at, but th- you know you don't know when they started. You know you don't know if they started ten years ago. Um, you don't know if they started 10 plus years ago. You don't know, um, you know, if, if they were have partners, you don't know if they were, you know, inherited money. You don't, you don't know what it is, but you're so, you're so focused on them that you're beating yourself up for not being where they're at. You know what I mean? And, and, and I, and like I said, it destroys that, 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 that momentum that you've created or the potential momentum that you might have, because you keep stopping yourself. You keep stop. Every time you do that, you stop yourself. And and momentum is one of the hardest things, in my opinion, to build. But once you build it, it you know, it, it, you ride that wave.
1: Yeah, I yeah, that's a good, good, good core value there. To talk about that, too. I, I think that. uh Well, I think that it's a human nature, whether it's, it's a martial arts school. I think sometimes even, you know, I I a long time ago, I. I stopped uh, wondering if uh, I'm going to be caring about martial arts schools that open up around me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I had a good advice one time for me was, why don't you focus in on having the best school and not worry about who's, who's opening around you. Right. And that's what that would been. Once I got that from him, I was like, yeah, I like that. I like that advice. And that's the way I went after it from there. And uh, you know, and I've withstand the test of time, you know what I mean? So, I mean, if you come into my town, I've been there the longest. I've been here thirty-two years, so I've already. Uh, um, it's you know I've already made that happen, so right. uh, I that, I think that that's good. And I I talk listen about your Instagram and stuff like that. I, I, tell me if you agree. I think sometimes people follow us. We have a big following because they're waiting for us to fall, not yes. to encourage us. I think there's more Ooh. haters on there than there are than there there. They're waiting for you to make the mistake, and I, I put oh, a meme yeah. out the other day. I said, "My biggest supporters are people I don't even know." Yeah, and the ones that want to see me fall are in my back door, and yeah. that's why they follow me. Seeing like, okay, is he gonna? What's he gonna mess up on today? What's he gonna do incorrect today? What can I pounce on today? Say, see. Yeah. So, you you agree with that uh, assessment? I'm sure you yeah. get the hate.
2: I get, I, I think, I don't know if you saw, um, I know we follow on Facebook and I have my Instagram, but I had posted a packed calendar not too long ago, like a couple days ago. My calendar was just packed and I just, it was a small flex to those who hate me. But like you said, the ones that are waiting for us to fall, I, I was like, I even posted. I was like, I pack, posted a pack. I mean, it was just, it was my calendar's jam-packed. And I'm like, I'm too busy. You say what you want about me, but I'm too busy outworking you to care. <laughs> that's awesome you know what i mean and, and, and i'm and, and i and the people that i know that do their little whispers and chatters you know as a as a business owner i need to see my algorithms and i look at the members and i see the people who look at the posts, and i'm like i know you know that i'm talking about you you know what i mean but but uh again i don't have to, i don't have time but every now and then you gotta let the little kid out and just play the little game for a second but uh but yeah i, I was just like for those who talk you know talk your stuff I'm letting you know that I'm I'm too busy out working. And here's the proof, you know, so do what you want with that. But I'm not going to fall anytime soon. But, you know, again, um, I like to tell people I'm not trying to prove anyone wrong. You know, and that goes back to a negative mindset. I'm trying to prove myself right. I don't care what you think. I don't care how you what you say. It's how I feel, what I think, and what I'm going to do. So as long as I'm focusing on proving myself right, and I think this is a great mindset for anyone who's listening. I know you have your haters, I know you have the people you want to just show them, but you're constantly in the negative. You can't, I'm telling you, you cannot grow that. In, in and that. the moment you look in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm just going to prove myself right, it's an automatic shift in the mindset where you're just now you're in the positive, you're focusing 100% in the positive realm of of things you know what I mean, so maybe someone who's out there who can resonate with that try making that shit i I think you know a couple of days you're gonna be like, What a difference
1: yeah that's uh yeah good good uh, that's that's a great analogy also i thought I thought um you know I speak about that even here, even in a, in a martial arts world where you compare yourself to what you know well this guy's so much more naturally talented and how am I ever going to get to that level' ain't worried about what level, you know, you got to worry about what level you get to. You can't worry about what somebody else is doing. There's always going to be somebody bigger, better, and badder. Yep. And, uh and you can't, you can't live life on on the what ifs. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I say that all the time. You can't live on what ifs. You got to live on what now and not right. on what ifs. And so I think that that's powerful, powerful stuff that you get. I, I You share this. How are you as a trainer? Do you get to. You know what? I have a great trainer. His name's Ronnie. I told you about him, right? And uh, he's more than a trainer. We used to have some. You know, when he would lift with me and stuff, he his philosophies would just kind of. That was the other part of him that was awesome. Do You get to share that kind of mind shift and mindsets with your
2: clients when you're working with them. I get to share that with everyone within my serve. I've built. I built from the. I built inside out. What I mean by that is everyone who comes into my community, they're 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 welcomed as family. They're they're it's tight knit. It's tight knit my influence on them when I get to share my mindset, you know, my habits, my 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 lifestyle, it, it starts to trickle, trickles from them to the next person. So I think a lot of people they try to they cast their net so wide, they're trying to influence a person they've never met before. Does that happen? Yes. I, I know I influence people. All around, you know, that that t- I've never met. And I know they're influenced because they messaged me. But I never focus on that. I've always focused on the and, and in And it trickles out, right? So I'm very blessed to just tell people that it, when, when it comes to fitness, I'm, I'm not just talking about, you know, six-pack and big booties. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess I'm telling them that, hey, um, you know, I tell them that, you know, motivation is for people who lack discipline. You know, I get to tell them that like you if you want the body, stop looking to be motivated every day. You need to be disciplined. You need to come in the days you don't want to. That you need to come in when you know it's leg day. Don't tell me you're sick. I know you ain't sick. You know what I mean? Like this, that I, I this is what I tell people. That's how I describe motivation. And some people can resonate with this. There's that quote you hear in the morning. You're like, wow, that is an amazing quote. It makes your hair stand up. You, you got the tingles. And you, your day goes well. By the end of the night, I could ask you, hey, what was that quote again? You're like, oh, I don't remember. I have it, right? That's what, that's what motivation looks like. It, it's a it's a small uh, adrenaline dump. And by the end of the day, you're, you're, you don't even remember it, right? But if you have discipline and you have to do A through Z, guess what? At the end of the day, if it's discipline, I say, hey, did you do A through Z? It's a yes or no. Because you know if you did or not. You don't need to remember the, the that quote or that song or that person or that story because you have, you already in your books, you know what you need to do because you're going to do it again tomorrow and you're going to do it again the next day. You're going to do it again the next day. I mean, how many quotes are you going to hear every day? You're going to wake up and hear a new quote. You know what I mean? That doesn't, a quote every four hours. You know what I mean? Like it, that's where I, so, but back, back, long, full circle back, I get to share my mindset. I do think sometimes, um, I'm told um, I'm a little aggressive. Not, not my circle, but outside. Again, I'm, I'm told I'm a little aggressive. I'm blunt. I'm I'm, no, I'm too I'm too no BS. And I'm like I don't know if there's such a thing. You know I'm I do not know I I, I I don't know. So and I get I do get told that a lot. You know. Yeah, okay? well, if, it, you, if, it,
1: you, if you were around me, you'd hear that about me on a constant man. cuz yeah. I am a no bullshit dude. I'm going to tell you yeah. that for a fact. And I'm pretty blunt. And as you get older, I used to wonder why, did, oh, guys, why do older men get kind of seem like grumpy? You know why? Because they just don't, they're, they're tired of bullshit and they don't really care. That's, and, and that's, you know, I don't want to hear any more excuses. And, and I just want to, you know, yeah. either get after it or, or get off, you know, one of the two. So exactly. that's It's, <laughs> it's such a. Uh, great. And those are awesome, you know, awesome quotes about, I know a lot of people live in the meme lifestyle that, you know, they, they, they meme it out there and, uh, and they see that. And, and, you know, I've even seen leaders talk about, you know, their leadership and then they have this meme and I'm like, I don't know. I said, start, start living the meme. Stop posting Mm. the meme. You know what I mean? Yep, Exactly. Um, And I you know, in my own story, I tell I tell everybody quite a bit, I said motivation is just like you said, it's a it's a short-lived thing because when you go to bed at night and you're super motivated in the morning, I'm gonna start this diet, I'm gonna start all this, and you get up and you are fired up and you're motivated for the day and two o'clock and life comes around at two PM, that motivation is gone and you're like "Ah, I'll just wait till the next I'll wait till the weekend and then it's over. Mm -hmm. If you don't have self-discipline uh, you know, you, you don't, you don't have anything you can't worry about. Here's the other thing. I don't, I don't know, Jay, how you deal. This is a good thing to kind of wind down our stuff about. Cause we're getting up on that hour, but how, how you tell your clients, I I haven't told you my story, but there was a, you know, I, I, I have, I've lost 115 pounds. Right. And when I did it, You know, motivation isn't what – I was motivated to do it to start, but I'm telling you, it was my discipline that kept me going. Right. But how do you tell clients, you know, I've been with the best trainers in the world uh, that I could train with and and do all this stuff with, but there was nothing they can do without me doing the work that needed to be done. Right. How do you you tell your students, you've got – I'm here, you know – And I'm here to coach you. Mm -hmm. I'm not. He's not necessarily there to motivate me. He's there to coach me. I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna do. Yeah. And if you do it, you're gonna get success. If you don't, you can't keep coming to me for some kind of motivational speech or come come to me. So how Uh, how do you work that in?
2: Oh man. Okay. So for this is something that I actually sit down with my coaches on. So I'm. If you're a coach, or um, I think this could go to almost any product or service. So. But for now, we'll just talk about it as a coaching way. Uh, there, there first has to be a, a why, you know, in, in the sense of for instance, I have someone who is, you know, they want to lose eighty pounds. Um, that's cool, but wh- why do you want to lose eighty pounds, right? You got to get them to to break that shell, you know. It, what what what's significant about that number? Then you start to see that they, then as you as you kind of build that relationship with them, you realize that you know. They lost a loved one, you know, from, you know, uh, health issues that were were associated with weight. You know what I mean? Um, they they got a scare from the doctor telling them, like, hey, if you don't do this, you're going you look, you just you're looking at this is what your future looks like. You know what I mean? Um, then also you look at beyond that, then it comes to confidence. You know, you, you got to get them to say, like, I'm not confident. I and I'm not here to body shame anybody. and I know what society tells us. But the truth is, when you really talk to these people that, you know, that want to lose, they just don't have confidence. And they're torn, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place because they're being told on social media that they should accept themselves for who they are. But internally, when they look in the mirror, they're not happy, but they don't know where to go. So you got to tell them, like, what do you want? And when when they figure out, like, hey, I don't care what social media tells me, I'm not happy, so I, I'm going to do something about it, Right. So when, when, first you got to break down their, 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 their really – what's significant about that number, right, or their goal. You know, it doesn't have to be a number. It could be a goal. Then you got to talk about the respect. I like to ask them, do you have respect for yourself? You know, and I know it sounds like a trick question, but it, it's the God honest truth because I talk about this a lot, not just with my clients, but my coaches, my agents, my employees, myself, um, my circle, on Instagram, all that social media stuff. Is that if you do not have authority or if you lose authority in your voice, you'll never accomplish anything. And what does that mean? I mean, we'll go back to the fitness. A lot of people say they want to lose weight, right? New Year's resolution. I'm going to get on it. I'm going to get on a New Year's resolution. But in the same sentence, if not the next sentence, they say, I'm going to lose weight on New Year's resolution, my New Year's resolution. But then the next sentence, they're like, but we'll see how long I can do it why because they have lost so much authority in their voice that even when they say it and they hear it they don't they know not to be true because they don't have any respect for their goals their themselves their future or anything like that and I don't mean to be again blunt or or, or, or too straightforward but the truth is guys you lack so much respect in yourself that even when you say something to better yourself you don't even believe it so when, when I talk to a client, I let them know that they're not – I'm not here to persuade them. I'm not here to convince them. I'm here to help them with the goal they want. And during that time when I'm helping them, I'm here to tell them that it's not motivation that they're looking for. They're looking for that discipline. They're looking for that that respect in themselves. They're looking to regain that authority that when they say, hey, I'm going to come Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they're going to come Monday, Wednesday, Friday. When they say I'm going to cut out – you know chips and soda they're gonna cut out chips and soda when they you know what i mean and and it gets to a point that i've had grown men grown women all shapes and sizes come to me and cry to me because they said that it has never been easier once they made that mindset once they said hey i do have respect for myself and i do want to regain the authority of my 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 own self um it becomes it's the moment they say i'm gonna cut out soda it's done it's easy because they said it they they believe in it they know it's going to be true so um yeah i hope that wasn't too long-winded but it, it, i really do sit down with everyone that i can reach and i tell them i tell them that the moment you lose authority in your own voice you'll never accomplish anything you say
1: yeah no i think that this is uh definitely not long-winded i think that you're it, it's a powerful testament to a good coach that First of all, a good coaches do this. They are they are they tell you the truth. They are blunt. And when you mess up, they're gonna tell you, did you do this? Yeah. You can't be you can't be upset at me. Right. You can't be upset at the world for what you lack. And so and I I've had to hear this. My yeah, my shift came. Not from being trained at that particular time. I remember I, I had a health issue that happened, right? I had a blood clots, and it happened from an injury on top of it. And that's where I had a mindset shift. You know, one of my stories was, you know, I, I wrote about this in my book, but uh, I remember laying in, in the hospital, and I'm like, man, what's going to happen with my kids if something happened to me, man? And I wasn't here and it was hard on my parents because both of my parents are still alive. And I'm like, "What, man, what am I going to do with that? And then for six months, my mindset was like I was scared for six months, to be honest with you. I thought every time my heart did something, I was going to have a stroke. And I was just like, you know what, God, don't give me a stroke. Just take me home if that's the way it's going to be. But there was a shift in my mind when I said, I'm not living like this anymore. And uh, I went after it the keto diets, what I followed. That's what started my whole journey. And it, it, it really turned things around for me. And that was the journey I started. And I just went after it. I didn't tell anybody about it when I first started. You mm-hmm. know, it's funny is I didn't tell anybody because I was felt that I can't tell everybody. Cause if I fail at it, it's just going to be another failed thing. So yeah. I said, I'm not even putting it out there, but after about three weeks when people are starting to notice like, Hey, are you dropping some weight or what's going on? And, and, uh, you know, I would just say stuff like, Hey, I'm just kind of changing my changing my lifestyles up a little bit. Yeah. And, um, uh, and then all of a sudden you got no more noticeable and more noticeable. And then that, then once it's noticeable, <laughs> then you're all in, especially if you're in an influence day, right. You're I'm like, right. and I can't be screwing up now because everybody and their mother's watching me. Um, so I appreciate a, a coach like yourself, what you talk about. My coach was a lot the same way. Uh, and if you don't have thick skin, sometimes you don't really need a coach. You need a you need a mirror. Uh, that's what yeah. I tell everybody,
2: right? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I think it, it's that... true. It's uh, I know we're coming up on that time, but I just want to say, like, uh, if I've said this before, and I got a lot of hate for it, but this it, is true. You cannot let life be your trigger. Everyone always has that. Oh, I'm triggered. I'm triggered to this. this. Guys, life happens to everyone, okay? Mm-hmm. If you let life be your trigger, you're going to live a hard, unsatisfied, unhappy, miserable life because if that red light or if you catch every red light and it triggers you, yeah, your day sucks, right? If someone breaks up with you and that triggers you or the talk of relationship triggers you because someone broke up with you, you're, you're going to have – cruddy relationships. If if um going for your dreams you failed one time and that and going for your dreams now triggers you, you're never gonna go for your dreams. You, you go I'm like life cannot be your trigger. And 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 I think going back to the tough skin, you need to have tough skin and stop giving, letting people think that the strength, you know, all these people who cry about you know that victim mindset they get called so being strong for sharing their tears of victim being victims. That's not strength, guys. And I don't mean to be mean about it, but it's not strength. Stop giving those people strength. True strength comes from overcoming. True strength comes from never giving up. True strength comes from sharing your stories of how you overcame, not sharing your stories and how you stopped and cried about it. That's that's not strength. So, anyways, guys, yeah, I, I don't want to take good. up too much more time.
1: No, I think that was a good. That's a good ending, Jay. I think the, your 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 the quality of what you talk about is uh, is the kind of coaches needed, especially in today's. Uh, uh, you know, and, I, and believe it or not, Jay, I think there's a lot more coaches like like yourself or myself out there, uh, and of course they always get hate because you know we just say it the way it is. And, yeah. and you know people want to hate on it I, I mean I don't care you know you, what you're hating is you're hating yourself and you just yep. you, and you're using me to uh, to to attack because you can't stand what you're looking at yourself so that 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 is definitely one of those things so man I appreciate this hour man I'm looking forward to uh, us getting together on uh, this invention you got I think that was a, an exciting that was an exciting uh, thing for me because uh, you yes. know I'm like wow that's something I can I'll, I'll probably be able to use that and then but just I see go you in a over your weeks, right. Yeah, what's that? I yeah, see you. I'm gonna in a couple see you. Weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna. I yeah, say, we're gonna it. be. Okay, bring it. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll I'm gonna it. be at that. I'll keep posted. Yeah, I'm gonna be at that jujitsu tournament with. Um, we were just talking about it. You know, we're gonna be at that jujitsu tournament with uh, my uh, my students, and so we'll be able to see each other and get and and get to know each other a little bit better out there. That's gonna be a, yep. a good time. So, but yeah, I appreciate your uh, your candor. I, I, I thought your uh, your four points of of what you did for yourself. And then, you know, the best thing, Jay, I can tell you just from my perspective on getting to know you here for this past hour, but uh, you, you don't talk to talk, you walk the walk. And you, you came from living in a car to owning a, a, you know, a gym, a facility to then all of a sudden, you know, and I to all of a sudden inventing something that helps other people having coaches and now you're coaching coaches I mean, this is the ladder of success that goes from one to two to three. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you've uh, walked that walk. And so from my perspective, just kind of listening to your story, uh, you take that win because I tell everybody this too. Um, you know, you need – failure is what your uh, – you know, gives you lessons. Your wins is what keep you going. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I, uh, for me uh, – I'd like to tell you, coach, from one coach to another, take the win today, man. You, you've uh, you've overcome a lot. I'm proud to uh, be able to to spend this hour with you, man. It was a good thing for me. That means a lot to me. Thank you. All right. Thank good. you. All right. You go uh, go get your stuff that you got. I got you got a busy day coming up. I appreciate yeah. the hour. We'll uh, we'll uh, get to know each other on the phone a little bit more and we'll be texting back and forth. And I'll see you at the Jiu Jitsu tournament.
2: Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a good yes, one. Bye bye.
0: You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss.